You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, we're going to be doing uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, you, you, I wish we were doing, like, Barbie. Um, because this is a spoiler. Because, uh, I mean, Barbie has gone insane. Had, like, uh, the biggest uh, opening of the year. That's because of Oppenheimer. And you know, I'll tell you, uh it's it's funny the just responses to that at this point. Yeah. And and it's I, you know, I don't know, it's such a weird thing. Uh like, you know, I don't want any emails from feminists or whatever. Oh, you got to get them. Uh, but it's like, you know, no one can do anything right. Right. <laughs> and it's and it's not yeah. like it's just feminists, right? It's just like activists, right? Right. Because sometimes, you know, people are just trying to do... Man, this is going somewhere. Whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen all this uh, backlash on the uh, internet the last couple of days where, you know, somebody... You know, all the reporting, right, is yeah. like, you know, I don't know, biggest opening for a female director. Oh. Or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And uh, and really, like, just <laughs> just saying the bare thing that they're saying. Right. Right? Like, right. like this is the biggest right. opening this for a fact. female director. Right. 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 I'm, just stating, I'm just stating this fact. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. not trying to make any statement about anything. No sneering. No I, You know, I work at this newspaper. <laughs> they said, say this fact. Right. And then, you know, talk about it and pretend it's an article so that we can, <laughs> you know, whatever. Clicks. Like, it's just people saying this fact about the world, right? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, stop saying it's the biggest, you know, right. opening by a female Same. director. Say it's the biggest opening of the year, or you know, say it's the it, say it's going to be the biggest opening of the year because nothing's going to beat it. Yeah. Say that it's the twenty fourth biggest opening right. ever, and right. yeah, and it's. I'm like, you know that that person was just right doing their job, stating right. that fact. Right. Like now they're wrong. Right. It because that's and if they hadn't because they didn't say more bigger things about it or whatever. I'm like, but it's crazy huge. It would have been like it's also right if he didn't say that, right? Right, right. Like if someone had just said Barbie has 24th biggest opening, right? Then what? You're not mentioning the female. I I just you know I'm all for feminists and whatever but i'm like can a person like just not catch a break like there's no way to do it right without right you know whatever i don't know it's crazy but uh you know hooray for uh greta and the insane opening and it probably is completely true that it will be the biggest opening of the year because i don't think anything's going to beat it yeah um, but it's a huge, huge opening. It was uh, bigger than Top Gun, yep. which people were uh, saying was, you know, like a massive opening, especially as we're coming back from the pandemic. Right. But I think actually, and, you know, this will get me in trouble too, uh, because I think uh, the bigger news, like that is huge news awesome. and that is awesome. Yeah. Right. But I think the bigger news is that the two movies together. Yeah actually had like 230 or 240 yeah. or something yeah which is more money in right. a weekend that's in, in one release than there's been in yeah. years like several years yeah. even i mean i think even you know you'd have to go back a, a little way before the pandemic even started yeah. to get like that kind of money in one week. That's usually so, when you think of like, you know, because Star Wars is always either Christmas or Memorial Day, you know, releases. Right. That, right. That's when I'm thinking like, wow, that's big, like those kind of big films. But 
That's huge. Yeah, it is. That's huge. It, it is a crazy amount of money. And it's, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing, uh, for, you know, for one movie to have it is great, right? Yeah. But for the last year, like the best uh, we have managed is for one movie to do pretty good. Yeah. And the number two spots like fifteen million. Yeah. Or you know, right. They're just huge, huge gaps. Yeah. And to finally get, you know, two movies that can add to like a serious total. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um and uh and man is Barbie the winner. Like yeah. I, I don't know if there was if anyone really had any question, right? I didn't. I, I I had no thoughts that Oppenheimer had even a remote chance of winning. In in a in a good faith argument, no way. Yeah. No way. Because it's just those are very, very different. They're very different things. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. and it's not that one doesn't cater to anyone else. It's just you you can go breezily into one and then heavily into the other. And and really, I mean, I, I'm psyched beyond measure that they're doing so well. But right. yeah, there's no, there was never a chance. No, but, no real chance. But uh, it's it's so crazy. I think the only thing that could have happened is if a bunch of people like hated Barbie right away or something, I'm, and maybe I'm, that would have slowed it. So the but. funny thing is, with all the heat and the humidity going on where we live, and probably where you live, because the world is on fire. Right. Okay. Um, I strangely, and it's and it's been that pocket of summer that has just been busy anyway. I strangely haven't been online much, but this is the kind of film that you know would bring out all the friggin' trolls. Yeah. And the basement jockeys and the misogynists. And it has. And of course it has. Yeah, yeah. I it, the fact that I haven't seen a lot of it doesn't mean I'm not on my Discord server. You know, right. it just means I haven't been online much. But I mean, just just the vitriol from like casting Captain Marvel, you know, and just watching the internet blaze for days. Right. You know, right, right. it's it's actually kind of just nice to have mostly seen one great story after another, right. and one great reaction after another. And, you know, if I'm being honest, I love it when movies do well. Even if I don't necessarily love that film, I want the machine to keep moving. And I, I love I love seeing people having a good time. Right. Like, it's great. So, you know, knock it out. Keep doing it, you know. But I was a little surprised at how well it did and then both did. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, since you've already seen both of those movies. uh yeah. we- <laughs> we will uh hopefully get to uh hopefully both of it. them yeah. uh the next show but yeah. uh but this week we got uh mission impossible and right. uh as i told you last week oh, yeah, uh i tv i or... want to yeah run through a fair amount of tv because even though now you have uh some options at theaters right uh and i hear some other movies came out too not just but like not just those plus there's lots of movies on streaming and everything i thought you were going to go into a sound of freedom thing. but like right now uh tv is yeah. kind of going crazy and it is kind of a weird thing right now since we have like the writer strike and everything yeah. right um because there's a lot of tv coming out but it's also supposed to be like fall season that right. people are getting excited for, except uh, there apparently is no fall season right. because the networks are releasing their fall schedules yeah. and there's like nothing on them. Right. There is, uh, the, the, the worst one I think, and if I'm remembering correctly, but you know, they, all this stuff gets thrown at me a lot. Um, so maybe I'm misremembering things, but the CBS one. Oh yeah. Is, it's dry. It's madness. It's just like all reality. Sure. And then like uh, game shows, special episodes yeah. of blah, 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 right? right? Where it's like they're promoting the fact that they're showing reruns of something. Right. 
in the fall lineup, right. in like their fall lineup schedule, like, hey, look at what we got here. It's a great way to get advertising. And it and yeah. you're it's like what? Right. But it's uh it's all this uh, reality stuff. Yeah. And it's it's wild. And there's uh you look on the fall schedule of uh what's coming in yeah. new TV shows, and you see things like uh <laughs> You know, I tied my shoes. master episodes <laughs> yeah. of Blue Bloods or oh, whatever yeah. is like, okay, is like got a slot in the fall lineup. That's wow, that's a crazy <laughs> mixed up world right, we're yeah. living in, but yeah, uh, but not so much with uh, some of the streaming services and stuff. So right. there's like a lot of stuff, um. To, to check out. So I just want to run through a bunch of options you have and uh, things that are either just came out or about to come out or, you know, whatever. Um, and the first one is Jack Ryan, which right. has a new season that uh, that's uh, going on. And this is a good show, I think, too. Uh, if you haven't watched it ever, uh, then now we've got a few seasons for you. Right. And, right. and, you, and you can go. catch up. Yeah. And uh, and you know it's it's really weird looking at TV shows. Speaking of of that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Because in this day and age, right, there are so many people who like won't start watching a show, right? Right. right. <laughs> because uh, because they uh, you know there's other stuff to watch, sure, and they're going to wait until they know that it's whatever right. right that it's gonna have a second Until season or, or i can watch it all at once i don't want to wait this yeah time. like i'm not gonna watch the first season and yeah. then just sit here and not know if there's ever gonna be a second season so uh so you get yeah. all sorts of weird worlds going on there like for instance both of the new walking dead shows have yeah. have already been renewed for a second season yeah one of them has never aired yet I know. And, and there's a second you one love it. so also you know that's a thing to mention those yeah. those shows are out there the um man i could like dead city i think yeah, is the, the one. first one and then uh the one that's not quite out yet is where it's like just daryl right it's like the walking dead it's daryl it's just daryl dixon yeah yeah, right yeah. so um yeah both of them have been renewed the Dead City one actually is not bad. Are you back on and, the Walking and Dead? And I now, yeah, mm. if you, if you, I don't, I don't know if I am or not, um, but the episodes I've seen of that show are, are not bad. Yeah. They, they are kind of back to a different world. Yeah. Right. Where, uh, for those who don't know, I started out a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like the first few seasons that, you know, that right. show was great. Yeah. And it progressively got worse and worse. Right. And it progressively got more and more like the last couple seasons. You know, they had like four sh four episodes worth of stuff. And they had to make it 16, 10, 15, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And, they, and it just drags out forever. And plus you got 800 people on the show sure. that we have to go back and forth and look right. at what they're doing. Dip into their lives. And then, you know, we we spin off. Right. And and the spinoff shows have really not worked for me either. Yeah. Because the, the spinoff shows up to this point, um, I liked the one for a few episodes. Um but, Fear of the Walking Dead. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. But overall, Quickly, they, they have felt. mostly tried to like spin off and go, let's spin off, but let's be where we are right. in terms of like how the show works yeah. and right. how slow it is and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the just infinity number of zombies sure. that there are and, you yeah. know, whatever. I don't know. It's just a little weird, right? Um, but the new one where it's just uh, Negan and uh, who is it? Uh, Maggie. Maggie. You know, so far is not too bad. Yeah. It's like um, it's kind of like back to the beginning. Like, We're just right. focusing on these people yeah. and what they're going through and not like, you know, we got a whole city built right. up and it's right. like now it's it's like eight is enough with zombies or 
Like, we have to have all this weird drama. Yeah. There's always a new person trying to kill everyone. Sure. Yeah. Which doesn't actually make any sense. And then we time shift five years and no one's yeah. got bullets anymore. Yeah. Like, the writers are like, you know, guns are boring. Let's let's time they shift. solve too many things. We've used them all up. Yeah. And, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, so th- so those are shows. But uh, the Jack Ryan show is really good. Um, I I I still kind of like the first season the best, and uh, the second season was still pretty good. And then after that, I think for me anyway, it like kind of picked back up again. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it's a it's a good show. Anyway, um, all right. And then so here's a show I've talked about before. Uh, but now I have to mention it again, Jury Duty, which is on Freebie. Yeah. Right? Right. And it is this crazy, like, prank right. in, like, a whole show where there's, uh, if you haven't heard about it uh, at all, it's uh, it's this one guy, right? right. He, he goes in for Jury Duty. Yeah. Everyone is an actor in on it and doing crazy stuff right and uh and now i can't remember his name but there's an actor that james marston yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh he's like as though he and got called for himself, jury duty right he's, right. he's, he's just, james marston he's like yeah i'm an actor i but I, I got my ticket so here i right, am right you know and uh and the guy in question like can't remember anything he was in uh-huh. for a while he's like you're uh anyway but uh but like the you know the judge everyone else on the jury the yeah. lawyers Everyone is in on this whole thing this except this one guy. Show. Yeah. And it's been nominated for four Emmys right. now. I know. That so was it's like, <laughs> what? And when we first talked about it, but I remember. it's also hilarious. Right. And, and not only is it hilarious, but this is a show that a thousand different ways could go wrong, right? This right. is a show. Um, this is a show also for those of you who aren't in the business and aren't in the know, right? right? This is a show where there are like hundreds of this show. They're just sitting on a show. Yeah. Because they yeah. did it. They made the show. Right. And the guy they picked just sucked. Right. And and nothing funny happened. Right. And it just wasn't it. that great. Yep. And they, you know, they filmed like five episodes right. of it and go, uh, you know, forget it. Guy. This isn't working, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Be- because there are thousands of those things. Yeah. And, you know, people just don't realize that there's like... There's like filming of garbage going on all the time, and right. a lot of it is just like not nah, right, work, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and and this show could have done the same thing, you know, yeah. like there, but it clicked, but it, it, it worked, it really worked. And the first episode is cool, right? Yeah. But the first episode, you know, you gotta like get through the first episode. It's good enough, and it right. you should be fine. But after that episode, when we don't have to establish what's going on anymore and we can no more hold hand, and we can just hand. let people like, here we go be yeah. crazy and then the the other jurors you know suddenly come up with like the goofiest yeah. crap or whatever I don't know. it's it's really funny anyway um definitely uh check that out because could be Emmy winning right. jury duty, jury duty. Right? who knows? Oh, freebie uh and then okay we got the witcher has uh yeah. new episodes out and uh, that is a show that kind of surprised me, too. Now it's weird because now we're going to switch our main character right. Right. <laughs> ultimately. But um, that was a show that surprised me because I thought going into that show, this is just going to be goofy. And yeah. it's just going to be goofy video game Knock thing. Off and game. it's good costumes, you know, bad story. Yeah. But it's actually really pretty cool. So, um, but there's. You can catch up yeah. and have plenty ahead of you now. Um, but the new season also is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I like the new season of it. Um, and then we got Justified. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I don't know, something city. City primeval. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I have a real like love-hate relationship with this show. Uh, because it's... it's I haven't seen it yet. It's kind of there. Yeah. Right? But it, but then it's not. And and the real problem I think with the show is that the bad guy in the show yeah. is just stupid. Like it's just a whole donkey theory mm-hmm. of this bad guy, yeah. right? 
and uh and it's still like but it's Raylan and yeah, and it's still very cool and there's a lot of goofy stuff that happens but it's just you know it's a little bit different they're kind of trying too hard and not hard enough with his kid yeah so it's like there's these parts where uh, his kid is involved in the story and it's it feels very like forced and gimmicky and kind of like uh you know this is the same thing that happens in all these shows with right. where there's a kid involved and but then at the same time it's like there will be huge parts going on episode after episode and it's like you forget he has a kid yeah. and then and then all of a sudden they go oh but wait kid here's his and daughter, now yeah. here's his daughter it's the only part only part that i was nervous about not because of nepotism or anything that's going on. This is a real kid. You know, right. That's all if it's real kid um, doing this, doing the work. And I just thought, oh, God, come on. Please. Yeah. Made sure you cast her instead of just threw her in. Right. Um, I think she, I think she's fine. I'm looking forward to watching. I just haven't. The the I, the writing is uh, the writing around having yeah. her in it is a little Sloppy. weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it's still him, so it's still cool, yeah. right? But you, you know, if you're a fan of the original show, yeah, you know, like this is no Margot. No, go, I'm going not, on. The, this, the best right? and the it's worst. So thing, weird. The best right? and the worst thing to ever happen was Margot in the second season. You know, because you you watch Boyd in the first season, you get Margot in the second, and then you realize, holy crap, this is the best thing on TV right now. Right. And oh, it got renewed third season. It, it, and then it just can't top her. Right. It can't, and it couldn't, and it didn't, and we're all in the shadow of Margo. There you go. But man, um, yeah. But it uh, it kind of is, uh, like I said, you know, the bad guy's a little, just a little goofy. It reminds me of uh, what is it like, Tulsa King? Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that show where Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah is like an old man yeah and goes into you know Mayberry. right he's like he's been in prison for like oh, yeah. 20 years or whatever yeah. and he like walks into a place and he goes like this is my place now and you're like i mean what are we in the old west like yeah. this is this is like so donkey that you have to go no. um well, let's pretend we're in that world now. It, it would be it, I I'll stand up. And that's me. how that's how the guy is in justified. I, it's I like He's a really bad guy because we keep saying he is. And he keeps getting away with nonsensical shit that no one would get away with um, because we say he he's got us and, he, and he's badass. And there you Man, go. I, it's, uh, I, think yeah, it's in, in, I think in bad hands, Tulsa King is a really not funny joke. But damn, I don't care. The Tulsa yeah. King is working for me. I love but watching that. I love it. Uh, okay, so um, going on with uh, just a few other things. The Minx show yeah. is uh, now I've seen a lot of ads for that. Now I've on again that. after it got uh, picked up by Stars. It's David Simon, right? When uh, I don't know, I, think, I can't remember. Uh, HBO yeah. canceled it. Stars picked it up. Now it's on Stars. Uh, it's a screwy, fun kind of a goofy thing. Uh, and then you, we've got Silo just yeah, ended yeah. very recently and had its uh, last episode. Yep. And uh, and I don't know anything about the book, actually, right? Okay. I don't know what happens in the book, if the show is the exact story as it happens in the book. Right. Th and this was like the greatest show. If you're like a huge fan of the book and, and there's something I don't know, don't come at me with this. <laughs> uh, but the show was awesome. And right. then it ended, and like you learned all the secrets, and none of it makes any sense anymore. Right? <laughs> it's just like what if you? This is like uh, the the show for me because it was everyone in it was great. The stuff that happened all through it mostly was really solid. Yeah. And then you get to the end, and it's like now try watching that show again. Yeah. Because none of the shit that happened in it at all. Makes the tiniest bit of sense yeah. now that we no, are at no. an ending, right? Like, no one would do any of that stuff. There's no reason to do any of that <laughs> stuff. It's like, anyway, it's like really whack. Um, but still, it's a fun show to watch. 
There's a new uh, season of Foundation, which is horrible. And if you like it, I sort of hate you a little bit yeah. because it's still <laughs> because it's it so has nothing to do with the books right. at all. It's just like uh, there's a guy with the same name. There's a right. very tenuous connection to like what happens in, in like the most general sense of going to this other planet and yeah. there's Harry Seldon and right. all this, but everything else is a newly made up nonsensical garbage that has nothing to do with, uh, especially the point of the first book. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have this whole like triumvirate of uh, empire that, we have the three the the whole emperor as it exists in the original book is like three sentences right and, right. and now it's like oh no there's this whole it's uh it's it's, it's insanity uh and uh it's not really holding me anyway right, right. just uh you know if it was awesome that would be one garbage thing. new spin <laughs> then that'd be okay right yeah. um Anyway, but there's a new season of that. Uh, there's a new season of After Party, which I haven't gotten oh, to yeah. see any of. Uh, but the first one was really cool. I really liked huh. the first one. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, the second one's really good. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a cool, crazy, easy, funny show. Yep. And uh, you definitely should check that out if you haven't. Uh, Bear has a yep. new season. Which uh, that is like the show that won't die right. for uh, if considering like the budget placement, yeah, uh, what's going on with this show? That's uh, a weird. That show. is like that's so crazy how big it, it's gotten. It, if you could have some number to track, right, right, in this would be the like in pure profit biggest oh, yeah. show this is, this is like Blair Witch in like stuff. a decade right yeah. like it's this so is a whole show of like a dude and a diner right. they're like there's nothing happening and it costs nothing to make this show except yeah. pay people to be in it yeah. right I mean it's like a dream yeah. show uh, and and, and it, it just won't, it it it. won't go yep. away everybody loves it that's a weird and uh, and and now the guy's name is escaping me but uh but he is so great yeah. in in the show. I haven't seen a show with word of mouth do what this did the way it did on the first season. Like it just seemed like everybody who never looks up IMDb for anything right. was telling everybody, "Hey, remember that summer we did that thing? Watch the bear. Right, right. you'll get it again." Like I'm like, "Whoa, everybody, everybody's talking about yeah. it in a weird way." That was a, and uh, and and it deserves it too. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's an awesome show. And okay, and then finally, before uh, we actually get to the movie now, um, I, I want to mention two more things: the Righteous Gemstones, yeah. which has a fairly new season, yeah. that, like didn't like just happen, uh, but that's one too. Like if you have not, that's a good one. If you have yeah, not I watched that at all yet, I haven't seen it at all. Start now, and there's a new season. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so you've got you've got plenty of it. Yeah. Um, you have to watch like the first three episodes of that show and then go, this is not for me, right? right? The first episode, the very first episode of that show, season one, episode one, yeah. you could get through that and not have any idea yet if it's for you, right? I think, uh, depending on you know your ability to read between the lines of what's going to happen in the show, right? Yeah. But once you get through like two or three or whatever... Uh, because it's kooky and screwy and yeah. and and doing bizarre things anyway. Yeah. Um, but now there's a new season, so if you haven't checked that out yet, this is a, a really good time. And then finally, uh, the show based on a true story, which people are not talking about enough. Yeah. Um, it's been out a little bit anyway, and it's uh, it's um, it's a show that is kind of like the fake reality show of people making a podcast of a true crime thing. Oh, yeah. Like they're trying to capitalize yeah. on the true crime, you Genre know, wave. Explosion. Yeah. And it's like hilarity ensues. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't really want to give 
too much away right. about it but uh but you know go watch the trailer and, right. and fly. but that's basically what it is yeah. it's um it's trying to capitalize on that and and how far is too far right uh right. what you're going to do in order to make your show and and all that stuff uh all right so there's your uh tv wrap up and uh if we missed anything i don't know email us and I think the only thing you're not in there is lioness that's the only new thing that yeah, I know somebody's looking forward to, but um, somebody, but not you. So I'm so behind on all the Taylor Sheridan stuff. Like oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy to have Pulsa King to wade through, but all the Yellowstone stuff, and now all the real stories of Yellowstone. Everything is Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, like this prequel, and then up that, yeah. and then eighteen three this, and that. I mean, I know. The, the sad thing is, every clip that I see showing every snippet on reels of something, you know, it looks great. Yeah, it all looks great. It all looks really fun. I'm like, yeah. I, it suddenly is like The Walking Dead. I don't have eleven hours a day to watch all the Yellowstone stories. Right, I don't. Yeah, and the uh, and the original uh, is is really good. Yellowstone. Um, except it, uh, like most things that Taylor Sheridan has anything to do with, it eventually really kind of goes off the rails. Right. Like right. it's, uh, you know, he should work in England <laughs> and except that they're really popular and people keep giving him money and, yeah. you know, whatever. But it, he is like, a, I think a really legitimately great writer yeah. for coming up with here, here's the layout. Right. Right. But then once you have to do it for a few seasons, I don't think he's the guy anymore. Right. I, I think you should turn that shit over to somebody and and, and have other things happen. Because in Yellowstone, uh, I, I really love that show legitimately. I, yeah. I, I like that show a lot. Uh, but you get to a certain point, And for me, anyway, it really kind of just starts to get boring. It's like yeah. now it's just. I don't know. How can this person screw this person over? Whether it makes any sense or <laughs> right, not, doesn't. right? Yeah. I don't know. So I'll anyway, take, I'll take the Taylor Sheridan empire over like the Ryan Murphy empire. You well, know, one American sure. horror story <laughs> knock off after another, but but I know I take your point. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm with all of the prequels and all the back yeah. and forth, and and apparently they're good. I haven't yeah. watched that much of any of them, right? I've yeah. watched like a seat, uh, an episode or two of this and that. Yeah. But you know, by next Christmas, it's going to be like Yellowstone, like 2400. Right. It's going to be Jetsons, so. <laughs> Yellowstones, whatever. Right. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mission Impossible. So uh, we got to uh, actually talk about this movie probably. Um this one is, you know, I'm not going to explain uh, the movie really because you know what it is, right? It's Tom yeah, Cruise to. and his checklists of stunts he wants to do before he dies, and and that's uh, that's, that's your movie in a nutshell. That's that's uh, except that this one is, uh, I don't think there's anything spoilery about telling you that this whole thing is about he's up against an AI and the people who do and don't want it to be controlled and or killed. Right. So it's an AI. <laughs> the The opening to the movie is we see this uh, Russian sub and it's got this thing that it doesn't explain. It, right. we, we go into this little room and lights go off and we plug this thing in and there's like this dual key thing. Yeah. And uh, the next thing you know, uh, the AI has like destroyed the sub. Right. And and now uh, we fast forward uh, because it turns out this happened a while ago. Yeah. And so we fast forward to uh, trying to find this key. Uh, we think one of these two keys that fit together to make this super key, right? Right. Um, we think we have one or we know where one will be. And like your mission is to find the other one and yada, yada, yada. Right. right. And then it, it all comes down to um, if this AI could be controlled, then whoever controlled it could like take over the right. world. Right. And so there's everyone wants to control it. 
some people think no one can control it and it should be destroyed. And, uh, you know, that's Ethan's on the page of destroying it. And then there's also his nemesis who wants nobody to control it is on the side of the AI. Uh, and you know, then the hilarity ensues. We all have to chase each other around and do all this crap. Like I said, so that Tom Cruise can have stunts. Um, I, you know, I was really disappointed in this movie and I like the mission impossible movies yeah. and, uh, you know, just for the sake of total background context, clarity, like I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, right? Except like when he's in the right thing, right? Like, like when he's, when he's in the right thing, yeah. he is really good. I really like edge of tomorrow and I really like him in it. I like reacher and I like yeah. him in it. Um, I like most of the Mission Impossible movies. I I really like more than probably they deserve, especially yeah. like the first two, because the first two are just like trying like hell, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. really want this to be a thing and work. And, you know, the mask thing is just as donkey as a thing could be. Right. Right. But they're like, no, come on, this is our thing. And so. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever. And so we have to have that five times in a movie or whatever. Um, anyway, but uh, ultimately, I was really disappointed in uh, how bored I was so much of the time. Yeah. And how much of it was the weird manufacturing of plot so that we were forced to have the stunt. Like you had yeah. to sit through a lot of time on screen while they nonsensically build a way that you have to have that stunt. Right. And and it was just like, you know, if you need like a few seconds to convince me that this stunt is gonna happen or whatever, fine. If you take 10 minutes to do it, then first of all, you know, you're just, you know pointing a flag at the fact that you have to manufacture this just for this stunt. Right. And, and also I'm bored because I'm just listening to you tell yeah. me about why you have to do that. Yeah. So, um, but overall, a lot of it was still good. And a lot of it was uh mission, mission impossibly, you <laughs> yeah, know, it was, right. uh, it was, you knew what you were getting into and you know, whatever. And uh, uh, there was a lot of stuff that was pretty cool. There was a lot of stuff that was, you know, the right kind of James Bondy Mission Impossibleness. Right. Anyway, uh, so before I just ramble forever, um, I I gave it a six and a half. It yeah. was it was it, I just barely wasn't going to give it seven. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know us and listen to us, you know what that means. But right. I just couldn't i it didn't sit right with me to uh feel like it had actually earned seven so i gave it a six and a half i was a little i was i like i like doing this as an exercise anyway but i like doing it for the show too i was a little off i thought you were gonna come in at like i had originally put you down at four and a half i thought you were gonna dislike the things you would reasonably dislike harder and sometimes we do those things where right, you right. Know, we always come into a film and I'm like, God, that just really bugged me. And you're like, it bugged me too, but I shook it off. Right, right. And and in this, you know, I guess I thought that was going to sting a little more. Um, man, I had expectations for this. It's, it's, it's weird to think of short of, and I think we disagree on, on a overall part of this, but short of the Harry Potter films for me, and short of a good chunk of the early to mid MCU stuff, it's hard to come up with a franchise that has put like four entries in back to back to back to back that got better each one. And in my mind, Mission Impossible did it. Mission Impossible 1 was really fun. It was a really fun film. I haven't seen the second one in a long time. And I vaguely just remember, and I know we've talked about it, I vaguely remember that film as being very dated like it feels very john woo 90s to me and that's because john woo directed it in the 90s you know and there was a style and a right, story right. and a thing that was happening the time the third film came around and philip seymour hoffman was in one of the best jj abrams films and i 
rip on him all the time and he deserves it. But I will always praise this because it deserves it. That's that's a stellar movie. But Tom was jumping on couches and distancing people and it didn't get the attention and the audience that it deserved. But from three to Ghost Protocol to Rogue Nation to Fallout, those four films back to back got better every single installment. And by the time I saw the trailer, not the big, there's two big things out there for Dead Reckoning. There's the trailer and then there's the huge behind the scenes 15 minute jump scene with the motorcycle. By the time I saw the trailer, I thought, yeah, oh yeah, right. I'm all over this because this has been the most fun watching of these films. So I was really, I was really amped for this and it was disappointing. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to it, but but still, once once I sort of tamped down that expectation when I realized I'm not going to get that trailer. I mean, all the stuff is still in the film, but it's just not the movie it's showing me to be. I still got in. I still got it with a seven. I was pretty close to yeah. six and a half. And maybe the things that bugged you more, I shrugged off. And there's a lot of stuff that sort of strangely bugged me about it. But it... For me, the greatest problem is really just a one-two punch, is AI makes a bad villain. Um, it's certainly possible that my rating of this film will change once part two comes out, because I guess it technically could influence this. Yeah. I don't like thinking of it like that, but it could. And maybe the second part is going to be able to fix all the stuff that this didn't. But AI is a real hard thing to nail down uh, the last film that sort of had any success in doing it was still problematic was age of Ultron, you know, and that's because AI became a physical tangible thing that you could, it's not because you have to throw punches at something, but you do have to have boundaries because right. otherwise AI is just whatever ghost in the machine, the scene needs. And I think that's a problem when Esai Morales and, shows and, up. And that's totally what they did. It, it is what they did. Yeah. And for the first, I mean, I would say like 80% of the film when AI is the antagonist, you know, that's what they're doing. Um, Esai Morales shows up as Gabriel and he's basically, he's not Agent Smith, but he's the he's the avatar of the AI. He wants right, the right. AI to su succeed. And at least in he, we have something that is palpable and tangible instead of just like fanciful and we make it all up. Uh, and the other thing that really bugged me was for such a long film, for such a film that has had a great pattern, like I said, over the last four films of just knocking it out of the park, all this thing did until it stopped doing it was tell me things. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, the old adage in Hollywood, if you have a great screenplay, you show, don't tell. And all we have here are people, and I, I mean – He's he's a problematic person, but as a as an agent of these movies, he's solid. But you have somebody who's just stroking Tom Cruise's ego. Like there's the scene where they're sending all the agents in, and the the lead agent, the agent in charge, is talking about how Tom Cruise is basically like, you know, Alec Baldwin had the best line where he's like, he's the living manifestation of destiny. Right. You know, and you're like, people talk like that unless you pay them to. Um, but this guy's like, you know, he's lethal in this. He can speak any language. He can basically dodge bullets. And until you drive a stake through his heart, he's the number one thing. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, are, are you really going to build him up that, that much? And for all the times that it does that, Mark, like the thing that was strangely, I knew early on problematic is there's a big scene early on when you have a bunch of politicians and you know you assume it's the white house and they're in this room they're in this briefing room and they're talking in circles and it's like a 15 minute scene that expounds unnecessarily repetitively and then repetitively about repetitively like they just repeat each other's statements over what ai is right like they go through this big thing of saying well this is what ai can do well wait why can't we do well ai can do this and the key and the entity and at the end of that scene i thought that's a three minute scene and if I hear the word key and entity again, I'm going to scream right. because they, they just don't – I don't get it, man. That's, it's like the Snyder cut scene. of this film. Like the, it's like a four-hour film that needed to be two hours, and you could trim all the things down to get that down. And then all of the telling – I'm sorry. Then I want to hear – obviously, I want to hear what you have to say. Then all the telling and telling and telling, and then they just have these really long action scenes that are – fun but it's so mismatched like all the pacing is off 
and all the narrative is gone, except when it's small in small moments when it works. And I'm like, there's the movie. That's what I want. So, yeah, that scene I think is a perfect representation of a lot of the things that I hated about the movie. It's kind of like for me, and you know, this is uh, some goofy movie critic crap, but uh, you know, this, that scene for me is the microcosm of this movie, right? Like where, when you have uh, like Robert Altman make a film like McCabe and Mrs. Miller, and there's the bridge scene. And that scene is the whole movie. That That scene is the microcosm of, of the movie. And for me, this one is that because, you know, the we watch the guy go through security. Yeah. We watch him come into the room. We see that he's doing something. And what you actually have is the movie making itself and making the dialogue of what's happening. Yeah. Where what you're supposed to do is watch that guy off center in the background and the people talking is just like wah 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 right. wah 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 wah. Like yeah. they know that you're not listening to it. <laughs> yeah. They know that you don't care what anyone's saying, yeah. and you're not paying attention. You're just looking at the guy in the back, and so they're like, "What's the dialogue in the scene?" I, I mean, who cares? Just right. run it through our own AI that right. will write the script <laughs> for this part. Yeah. Have them say these words a bunch of times so yeah. that you know we have the branding we recognition of yeah. what's going on. And it's just so sad. And like I said, that is a lot of the movie. A, a lot of this movie is just, you know, don't whatever's happening over there. Right. Look, kaboom! Yeah. This is over. <laughs> this happened over here, and isn't that exciting? And but there is like a lot of cool stuff in the movie. There is I, you know, I could see people going either way, right? But when yeah. he when he pulls out that little tiny car. Yeah, I thought that was actually great. That car seems fun. When they're driving through, trying to get away with yeah. that car, you know, I'd be all right if they weren't doing the whole handcuff thing, right? Because uh, for me, I can appreciate doing that, but it's a throwback to an even different part of movie making than just having a little car, right? Um, and and it just became a little cheesy with the whole, yeah. with with that whole thing. But, you know, then you get the steering wheel at the end, and so that's funny, too, and right, whatever. Right, right. But that scene was that scene was very cool. But a lot of the movie is, uh, you know, the plot, the dialogue, most of the stuff that happens, it is all, you know, it's kind of like uh, the AI in this movie is, you know, like Japanese horror movies for you, right? right? You're like, I'm not scared of wet hair and big yeah. eyes, so this isn't doing anything for yeah. me. And if you know just slightly too much about computers and are not like, <laughs> right? you know, I mean, I don't know. These movies have been out for a while, right? Yeah, like the right. target audience is a probably should d- is a different person, or you know, who knows? But uh, like AI can't do like ninety five percent of the crap that's in this movie, right. but it's scary if it could. Yeah, and so right. look, that's what it does. Right. And like all this shit happens, and you're like, what? Yeah. And it's like, how did they not know that that this is? you know, crazy bullshit. Like it's so, it's so much of it is so weird. Right. Yeah. And then they even go through like these huge scenes where there's like people at the Pentagon typing stuff out so that they have stuff on hard copy. You're like going, what's happening? Like there's so so much computer AI bullshit. That's just like, but this is scary to people that the AI is coming. Yeah. And so they will, they will dive into this. But um, anyway, but before I like completely forget about doing this, there's uh, so much of, you know, the, the cool thing in the earlier movies, right, is yeah. that the uh, Mission Impossible team has like this plan. Right. 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 And then the plan ends up happening. And then you go, whoa, look at that plan. Right. right. And I mean, I don't know, unless the second movie is just all a reveal of, <laughs> of all this shit. Right. Like. There's so much of this movie that is like Tom Cruise wanted to drive this motorcycle off a cliff and he wanted to like be chasing yada yada. Right. Right. So the whole thing, he can't jump off the cliff unless he misses the train. Right. Right. He's got to be chasing the train. Yeah. Right. And he's got to like jump off this uh, mountain on his motorcycle 
and like wait a while and then release the parachute and all this crap, right? Yeah. And and so, like I said, he's got to miss the train. But how could he miss the train? Right. Right. Like he, we watch the train go, and he's on his motorcycle. The train's coming, and he's like, "I'm almost to where I'm supposed to be." How could it's like the next day? How can you almost be? You know, the bad guy yeah. girl, right? The the like villainous. Yeah. She's just standing on the thing. She's been there for like six hours, right? Right. <laughs> just standing there waiting for the train to come. Yeah. But you, right. you've had like all day. And what did what did you? Were, is, the gas station was too yeah. far away. Like it makes no sense yeah. Yeah. that he would not already be there and just be sitting there for hours right. waiting for the train to come. Because what else are you doing? Right. Like See, you have nothing else to do. But I have to miss the train. Right. And it's just so lazy and boring. But you got like Tom Cruise going, "This is what I want to do," and it's like, right. "Okay." That's such a good point because they try to cover it up in the film. Okay, they try to make it so that the train runs on a schedule. And if you do math, you can figure out along this railway right. where the train is going to be if it's going 40 miles an hour. They obviously set it up so that the train is doing 60 miles an hour. So it's going to be ahead of schedule. So Tom is going to be impossibly able to get on the train. must find a new right, way. Right. But Tom wouldn't just be like, okay, I got to get up in an hour because I got to catch that train. <laughs> he would have been like, right. I'm sleeping there tonight so right, that I don't right. miss the train. And that's that's such and a that's fun, all that's happened that's in the last like, movies. I know it's such a fun, perfect example of. Well, yeah, you can break into the Pentagon without breaking a sweat, but you can't get on this pass like to save your life an hour earlier. And they don't set up any reason why they are trapped right you know in, encapsulated with something else there's another disc somewhere like there's not right. there's no other MacGuffin but yeah when you think about that scene but they're so it, easily it could make any be. sense there should have been right just to make it make more sense there there yeah. could have been a, yeah. I think it's a great know, example th there could have been like two minutes before yeah. where whatever the AI right. did something that screwed you over and and now you're like way behind right. and you know whatever right. but Anything. they're there could have been something, but in this movie yeah. where the AI like can do anything, right? And yet you couldn't just throw me that bone. Like you're yeah. making the AI right. do all this impossibly stupid stuff, and then they just keep saying the movie just keeps saying, "Well, you know how many calculations it can do," and so it's already figured out everything that's going to happen, and so we've got like the bad guy standing on the bridge, yeah, right, where. Like uh, the you know the girls running away yeah. and this happens and that happens and then oh look she ended up right at that bridge where eight hundred totally random things are actually the <laughs> yeah. reason that she's right. on that bridge yeah. but no it, AI. it the AI can figure it out yeah. <laughs> and like uh, the I mean just over and over with yeah. the AI doing yeah. all these things. And then the dude has the watch and the timer goes off and then he falls off the train and lands in a truck. Right. And the truck was there. The AI knew AI. that if you turn it up to this speed, yep. it knew how long you would be fighting Tom yeah. Cruise on the train, yes. like down to the millisecond. Now I love it. It also knew that jumping off a train going like 100 miles an hour onto like a four foot like truck bed. You would just like stop oh. and be caught and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a bummer. I'm yeah. good now, though. Yeah, <laughs> what? Damn. There's so much of it. Okay, that is so built around this whole idea where they go, you know, like we mentioned frequently, right? It's yeah. a bunch of drunk producers yeah. writing stuff on napkins right. at a bar one night, right. and then they show up the next day and go, "Make that be in the movie," right? Yeah. And there's so much. Of, I think this would look cool, right? Yeah. I think if the train was falling off the destroyed bridge in this way, there would be all these things that would look really cool. Right. Right. And it doesn't matter if any of it makes any sense or whatever, right? right? Like, just go with it. Uh, I want to have a destroyed train that you right. keep jumping through and everything, right. right? But all these things, like the fighting on the train and the jumping off and all this magical being on the bridge at the right time and everything, you yeah. have all these scenes where you're doing all this goofy crap. And the only explanation you ever get is that 
the thing is magic, yeah. right? And that is like lazy. That's lazy it, it and boring. Lazy. And Especially when you you could just make it work. You could do something that would make it work. Make there be a reason that she actually ends up on that bridge. It's not just that the machine is doing all these calculations, right? right. But it's also like all these people work for the machine and right. could be manipulating things and whatever. Right. But they don't even bother with that because they just go, well, but magic. Yeah. So right. now there's your answer. And and, and I don't it want it gets to old. I don't want it to to cheat in such a way that becomes absolutely nefarious, like all the way up to eleven, where it like calls her and it imitates Tom's voice. Well, you know, Ethan's voice. And it's like, oh, you gotta meet me at this bridge. You know, it's not that stuff is too, you know, tie you to the train tracks kind of thing for me. But also once you do that, you can't stop it. Right. Like there's just nothing left there. Man, I I still I think I think that the films, even though Bond has this problem where how many bad agents and then bad actors can there be, you know, who are always trying to, you know or over a government or steal a super weapon these films have almost always succeeded when there was somebody who had something that they were willing to sell to anybody right knock list weapons you know a new poisonous thing whatever that can get that can get tiresome too so i get trying to infuse a few things and they've been making this film longer than the ai problem that's exploded this year in everybody's right. so in, in a weird way that's sort of prescient too it's like funny but still I like the film better when it's just people versus people right. instead of people versus the intangible. That being said, everybody's still doing great. Like everybody looks like they're having fun. Ving right. Rhames a little bit in a in a weird way. His character Luther is really dialed back a bunch, but Simon Pegg is having a blast and strangely able to do an awful lot of stuff that isn't Tom Cruise worthy. Like I I, I worried at some point that the films would have slowly turned into these old Jackie Chan films where you basically watch them because <laughs> right. you love Jackie Chan, but you really just want to see every 11 minutes. Jackie put his life on the line to do something that you'll see in the blooper reel at the end. He had to do maybe like, twice right. because he wasn't nimble enough to jump through a three-inch hole or something, but right. he did do it. And man, look at but that. But he just had to try it But he just times. concussed himself right, right. a few times. <laughs> You know, I worried that it was getting to be like a few degrees away from the Tom Cruise, who's the two or three time Oscar nominated actor, into the look at my stunt reel. Right. You know, right. and and I get it. You know, there's a certain excitement in seeing Tom. Holy shit! You're you're attached to a plane that's right. taking off. You really are out there. Like that's kind of fun. Because it's fun, but don't make it the fun. Right. Like, get it right. or get around it. But it, I think that Haley Atwell is an incredibly fun uh, character in here, and her chemistry with everybody is wonderful. I think in a very strange world, we would have seen Gina Carano in that role if yeah. she hadn't done some strange political statements that apparently she feels Hollywood is punishing me for this feels like a Gina Carano thing, but Haley Atwell is great. The problem with that is there's, there's a great scene in the airport. There are three big scenes. There's an airport scene, there's a car scene, and then there's a train scene. And, and for me, the airport scene is in a strange way, one of the most enjoyable ones, but she's this incredible pickpocket. And he actually tells her instead of you know, picking someone's pocket, you have to do a put, you have to put pocket. She's like, okay, I haven't done that in a while, but I can do it. And that's all great until like, there's a scene later on where she's actually fighting like as well as Tom Cruise. Right. Like they're taking on a bunch of people and she's doing like some Krav Maga stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, right. isn't she just a pickpocket? Like, so there's a lot of weird small things that popped up, but she's great. He's great. Everybody in the cast is having fun. I just, I mean, we're getting sort of close. I guess I just was more expectant of McHugh's, uh, you know, Chris McQuarrie's and Tom Cruise's efforts, mostly just being here again, amped up like they had been in the last yeah, few. Yeah. And it sucks because I sort of see this skeleton of what that could have been. But like you said, like I tried, like I tried to say earlier, they just bogged it down with not 
too many action scenes that went on too long, although I think almost every one of them could have been shorter and still been For sure, very exciting, yeah. very effective. But just, you know, the narrative and the, and the antagonist for me, the story and the antagonist for me, it just felt like I was watching somebody else picking up where those guys left off after Fallout. It just, those other films that they've done together just had a different vibe and a feel. Uh, I guess the the last thing I'll say about this is even though I was disappointed in it, I'll be cautious about the next one, but isn't part one of any film successful if it gets you up for scene part two? Right. You know, I'm there. I'm still <laughs> yeah. going to go, but I'm, I'm a little trepidatious. Uh, and I mean, just a little, mm. like instead of coming in thinking this was going to be a nine, probably come in and thinking like, I hope it's a seven. Yeah. But you know, and the thing is, is this should have been a nine. Oh yeah. And it, could have been a nine. It could have been a nine. <laughs> it, yeah. And it should I, have. I, I think, you know, there could be like, who knows what is supposed to happen in the next one, right? Yeah. Because we could have done the AI better, differently, done different things with what's going on, and all the same stuff could still happen, right. and you could just do it better, and yep. a lot of it wouldn't be as stupid, right? right. And and you could... uh you know, you're Tom Cruise and you want to have this jumping off the motorcycle thing. Well, yeah. fine. But, you know, in the whole realm of everyone involved in this movie, you could come up with something better Easily. that yeah. makes more sense other than just, I missed it. I missed the train. Um, yeah. But it is still like, this is our classic. Like, we both rated it basically seven, seven, six and a half. And all yep. we've done is bash on it. Right. right. But it's. Right. Um, but there is a lot of good stuff in it. And like you said, everyone in it, I think is great. I think Haley Atwell, unfortunately suffers from the same problem as Phoebe Waller-Bridge in the Indiana Jones movie, which is that basically at a certain point they would go, all right, I'm in some deep shit here right, and let's right. just go. I'm, yeah. I'm just on board. Right. right. Not this. You know, she is a person who knows some shit, right? Right. She would know when all of a sudden yeah. she is in a whole other head. black world, right? Yeah, I'm right? way out. I'm off she, the scene. Yeah. Right. And yeah. she would just... Uh, I like the little palm. And she wouldn't yeah. just go, oh, I'm going to do this funny thing because that will be... Hee, 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 look, I did... Like you're... Uh, you know, like you've baffled some hotel clerk somewhere, right? Like, you know <laughs> You're where you are right now, yeah. right? And right. I think that both of those movies suffer from having those characters do that. Uh, just yeah. go on too long with... Uh, it's like you can't stop telling us how smart they are. Right. Except... The dumb thing this they're is doing. stupid, yeah. right? <laughs> Very dumb thing they're committing to right now, right? Um, but every everybody is really good in it. A lot of the action is really cool. I really like the little car scene, except yeah. at the end, I really hated that. I don't know what happened there, oh. except that they like painted themselves in a corner and yeah. didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Tom Cruise flips this switch, and it doesn't actually do anything. Like, he's like, aha, flip the switch. And then we just backed up into a thing that was right there. What right. did flipping the switch have to do with anything? Yeah. But they went through this whole, you know, dealing with being in this tiny car yeah. and trying to get away from people. And it was, you know, it had its, like, funny moments. Yeah. And then she's spin spinning out in circles and stuff and can't control the car. And it's like, it still just went on too long. Right. But yeah. it's like it's like that's the Hollywood right mantra right now is if something's funny Do you it. know for thirty seconds, it's really funny for a yeah. minute and a half. Right. It's like if you just would uh clip some of this stuff down. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a lot of cool action. There's a lot of cool uh like the part in the airport is is really it's solidly yeah, mission cool. impossible. Yeah. Right. And right. Uh, I I really wish that uh, Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames were actually in it more. Me too. Uh, because I feel like it, 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 you get about three quarters of the way through the movie, and you're like, is it just Tom Cruise? Yeah. Like, it, is there like a Mission Impossible team? It used to be. A and team. then all of a sudden yeah. they're in this thing, and they're like, you have to join us. And then, well, yeah. we need them to be there for that. Right. So they're, but they're like window dressing, right? It's unique to this it's, film too. Like in Fallout, the last film, they're all on the ground in Serbia or wherever they are, looking for the radioactive right, stuff. Right, Everybody's right, in right. danger. You're like, yeah, that was missed. Yeah, yeah it, I agree. That, that was that was weird. But it's anyway, weird. it's still it's really good. You're gonna have a really good time. Uh, you know, 
for uh, purposes of explaining to uh, everyone, you know, like my wife who does yep. not come to movies with the same viewpoint as me, as really loved it, yeah. right? She thought it was awesome. Yeah. So um, it's definitely a movie that you got to go see. And I would even say, and I don't really say this that often because I'm the unicorn in the movie critic world, right? But yeah. I would say go see this on the big screen. And uh, make sure that you do because there is enough of this movie yeah. that you really want, like a big screen, yep. if, if you can handle it. And uh, and like I said, that's coming from me, who is very rarely on that side of things. Yeah. The, the vast like, majority of movies, I would say, yeah, eh, whatever. Wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I agree. But no, go check this one out on the big screen. And uh, next week. Uh, like I said, or or next whenever. Next time. <laughs> next time. Yep. Uh, I think we'll at least have Barbie. Yeah. And hopefully we will have both of them. Plus, we yeah. might have some uh, other bonus things because there are some streaming movies yeah. uh, that I hope we get to. So uh, we're already over time. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>